Welcome to Bevington Banter, the show where we can sound like we're arguing even when we all agree. I'm Cassidy, and together with my brother Cade and dad Randy, each week we discuss a selection of news stories, topics surrounding the culture, and matters of freedom and faith. Thanks for listening. Follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Share it, and if you like what you hear, rate it five stars on Apple and Spotify. So the midterms. What are those? (laughs) Never heard of them. We're unfamiliar because you ignored grades in school. No, I'm just kidding. Not those midterms. Yeah, there's quite a bit going on. A lot of it is annoying. I'll tell you what. If you want to listen to the bright side always, listen to Dan Bongino. Have you listened to that from today? Have you listened to a lot of his coverage? <laughs> yeah. Man, that yeah. guy's an optimist. He can always he can always pick me up. And and he doesn't do it by just telling you what you want to hear. He but he certainly points out things that you haven't thought of that make you feel a little bit better. Well, Obviously, it wasn't a red wave, uh, unless you look at only Florida. It looks like it was going to be, right? <laughs> that was crazy. Um, but then after that, it didn't really continue. However, it's like those big ticket ones did not go the way – all the ones we're following, right, didn't go the way that we would have wanted them to go. But if you break it down and look at um, – flipped seats or seats that just shifted for further to the right or further to the left and things like that. Um, there's certainly a trend of more things shifting greater towards the right. Um, and I have like lots of data and how many points, different amounts of seats, especially in the house where six seats flipped to the Democrats, but 16 flipped to the Republicans. So you, we netted 10 and then some of those were huge shifts in points. But then, like, 69 seats that the Democrats held shifted largely to the right. So we didn't – not enough to win, but, you know, to make them competitive, things like that. And, like, 78 seats that were already Republican went further right. They they widened the gap, so. That would be kind of along the lines of what Bongino was saying today is that you see those kind of shifts. Now, in reality, as far as the practical right now, it doesn't matter whether you win by one vote or, or – 10,000 votes, uh, the person governing in that seat, um, you know, is still either a Republican or Democrat. But what it did, his point was what it forebodes for the future is that this is like the best day Democrats are going to have the next time around that some of the, these shifts that you're seeing are going to be even more so and they're going to flip seats. I think that popular vote that he pointed out today was shocking that if you actually yes. look at the House races popular vote that the Republicans won nationwide, had six million more Republican votes than Democrat votes. That's insane. Now, if that transfers to, I mean, and it largely depends on who is running in the presidential election, I would say, um, and we can get to what the heck Trump is doing uh, and later on. But um, because even if you look at certain states, so like Ohio, for instance, um, if you break it down by the different races, like DeWine at, at governor, like cleaned up, right? One pretty big 85 out of 88 counties and by huge percentages where the few losses that he had were pretty tight. But then as you go down, they people start to perform down ballot not as well. And in the House, they actually the Democrats even actually flipped two seats to Democrat. I was so I was really looking at Ohio. And if you if you look at Ohio versus like the way that trump performed in ohio um all of your state level elections 
went way more in favor of Republicans, except for J.D. Vance. Yes. J.D. Vance. Which was the Trump endorsement. Exactly, exactly. And I looked at, is also I looked a trend at Vance's numbers. I looked at Vance's numbers, even county to county or voting district, identical. Yeah. County to county, they are I, almost identical with Trump. Um, hmm. wh- what Trump won by is pretty much exactly what J.D. Vance won by. Um, but every everything else in Ohio, just a blowout. Yeah, and that's the case in a lot of places where Trump's candidates did not perform nearly as well. Yeah, everyone that Trump endorsed that is in a state where Trump is not that popular didn't do that well. Lauren Boebert, she looks like she yeah. pulled it out, but barely. In Colorado's, I think, Colorado 3rd, um, mm-hmm. barely. She's a, not. I don't even think she's ahead by a point. Yeah, I haven't checked that race since early yesterday. Oh, I can check it. Um, several things about what we've talked about so far. One is, we'll go to DeWine and J.D. Vance. The idea, the fact that DeWine won so much larger than J.D. Vance did. And everybody keeps talking about these governors say, you know, if they're really popular, um, pulling, uh, you know, the senator, senator or something like that, you know, farther up more, get more support. I just, I just don't buy that. I don't. Uh, people were expecting like with Carrie Lake, you know, to pull Blake Masters across to victory, uh, Kemp in Georgia to pull Herschel Walker across to victory. I just, I don't buy that. And I think you really see that in this election. People did not vote that way. They did not, they voted for individuals. Um, I will say though, there's probably a better chance. I never understood that theory. There's probably a better chance for Herschel now, though, that Kemp is actively working in his campaign. Because now that Kemp's campaign is over, Kemp is supposedly, for the next month, going to be actively working in Walker's campaign. Right. Which, that could make a difference. That's one place where a governor, maybe not a governor on the ballot, but a governor actually campaigning with. Everybody, though, just talked about that, and I didn't really understand it or think it's valid and i would say that my i'm proven right it didn't happen and and so when you hear that in the future don't pay attention to it it's not a thing i'm Um, actually shocked at dewine's numbers was anybody not concerned about dewine's numbers simply based simply i thought he'd win simply based off of the way that he handled covid I thought that there would be a lot there's a of lot reluctant. of number, a lot of people should have been hit harder on the way they handled COVID. Yeah, and they weren't. Gretchen Whitmer's yes, still in office. But in a but in a state that has become as deeply red as Ohio, I thought that a lot of those Republican voters would drop off. Luckily, it seems like Republicans in Ohio understand what's at risk with having Nan Whaley as your governor. So <laughs> they voted see, though, for the DeWine, Northeast, even if they held their nose to do it. The Northeast County corner of Ohio. I mean, it's it's such so large and it's so blue, and then you throw in Columbus is definitely blue, and Cincinnati and stuff. And it's your they, cities, they over, yeah. They over, they're like it's like everywhere else. The three else. C's, over, the three C's are what went blue. Yeah. Which are, for us, like Clark County, where Vegas is, dominates. We have four house seats, and Clark County is a part of three of them. Two of them are entirely in Clark County, and a third one even part partly covers it. And so they dominate those. It looks like they're all gonna go. But what, my house seat what, is the only one that's red. What about Laxalt? Yeah, that's so, the one that they're still not yes. totally sure about. That's a Senate because seat that they're not I sure looked about. at where, like looking at where that. By the way, Lauren Boebert, the reason it hasn't been called yet, even though ninety nine percent of the votes are in, she's 
uh, leading by 1,122 votes. Oh, it's an automatic it. recount. It's going to be an automatic recount. So Laxalt um, does not have quite the lead that, oh, actually, Lombardo's lead, it looks like, went down even since I looked at it earlier. He has a one-point lead. Um, and looking at the counties where, where I was like looking at percentage counted, and unfortunately, um, Carson City still has like 19% of the vote out. And right now, it's leaning Laxalt, but that is the county that could probably turn switch over and then my county which leans a little blue because marino um 86 percent in and it's 50 percent to cortez masto right now but luckily clark county's almost all in so which is vegas so well another thing i want to say before we go on too much farther leading up to all this discussion of red wave i mean that really began to pick up steam um the last two or three weeks before the election and you saw the polls starting to shift some. But what I what I would say about that is when I heard the results, give, given the polls, the polls were everybody, all the polls in your, um, the closer races that we were paying attention to, the Walker, the Kerry Lake, the Blake Masters, the Laxalt, the uh, Oz Fetterman race, all those races, they were all polls within margins of error. Yeah. They were all within the margin of error. So I don't know where all these pundits got so fired up that they're going to take all these seats. That means we don't know. It's so close. We don't know how this is going to go. So I I just always thought that was it didn't make sense. It's like they got caught up in the momentum. You did see those polls getting closer where some of those people were way behind and they really closed the gap. But they still finished out pretty much within the margin of error, which means we don't know. It's a toss up. So I think with, if you look at that, it's not a big surprise that all those people didn't carry their elections like so many people were expecting them to. It's also pretty revealing when you look at um, like the ballot issues state to state um, that it looks like your both of Ohio's went in a reasonable direction, right? Well, if by reasonable, you mean requiring U.S. citizens yes. to vote in their own district, only U.S. citizens yeah, and, and use only an ID. only U.S. citizens can vote. Yeah, yeah, that seems pretty reasonable. And yeah, that one However, did pass. Nevada's, we had three ballot questions. Two of them have already gone the wrong way, and the other one looks like it's going to. Um, and so, and, and you look at across the board, um, states that had abortion on the ballot did not go to protecting life. Yeah, I had several thoughts on that. Um, I heard some people saying that, I mean, it might have been Bongino, that their theory was they put those, a lot of these states put those on the ballots. It brought Democrats out to vote that otherwise may not have have come. And single women have been so uh, duped into, like, and scared, honestly. They, like, fear-mongered them into thinking they need this thing. and they went out in droves and all voted Democrat. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Gonna... Single women that have loose morals. <laughs> Just saying. Because I... a single woman who isn't doing No, if you that, look in I demographics. I understand. The, definitely the most, the largest Democrat voting demographic or, or like by percentage. I'm just saying there's one very, very easy thing that you cannot do to not be worried about it. Yeah. Well... I will, I'm going to, this is purely my opinion. This is just spec, speculation. It just. Are we supposed to be talking on facts here? 
Oh, I got to no, redo no, everything no, I've on, ever on the said. The whole idea Every... of why some of these states that you would think would not pass legislation that is keeping abortion legal. I think, this is my belief, is that while a lot of people would definitely prefer not to see a lot of these abortions taking place, a, a lot of folks deep in their heart still want it as an option. Not that they would ever use it, not that they hope that they ever would, but if if it, if I don't know if it ever came to it, I'd like to at least still have it there as an option. I really do believe that even a lot of really good people who are not supportive of the idea of abortion still kind of in their own little private in the back of their right. mind would like to just have it there as even a Montana, even Montana's. Somebody pointed out um, that that was beyond. Yeah, that's beyond a lot. That's abortion. killing a live that's baby. Saying, we are not going to save the life of a baby who's born after a botched abortion. Right. But but that was an that my understanding was that was kind of an all or nothing. Either they pass that okay. or else there's no abortion in the state. Interesting. Um, Bajino, that's one that he said he thought was um, put on the ballot for that specific purpose in Montana to get. Democrats to come out to vote. The other thing that was pointed out is that Montana is not, it's not a duplicate of Wyoming. It's not a deep red state. No. It's a, it's more of a libertarian state. Yeah. Which would be let, you know, do whatever you want. Right. Conservatism with no morals as Cage called it before. Oh, you mean godless libertarians? <laughs> They're dangerous. Yeah. And it's the reason why everyone's like, that's my biggest concern in the Georgia runoff is everyone says, oh, you know, look at what the libertarian Those got. Those votes are going go to votes are gonna go to Walker. Disagree. Do you know what libertarians views are? Open borders. Everyone be gay, trans, everything. They don't they don't care what you do as long as you don't bother them. They are much more in line nowadays with the Democrats than they would be with Republicans. That is a little wor worrisome to me. I just always worry about any race that's close because this is what they do, what they've got going on in Arizona. They're going to drag it and drag it and drag it until they can find a way to, to They're like, produce, We're be counting produce the votes that they need to win. So I have no faith for Georgia. I, I really don't have a lot of faith if they have a recount for Lauren Boebert. Okay. So do you guys want to talk about Oregon measure 114? What is it? They voted away, essentially, they voted away their Second Amendment. <gasps> they, what a bunch of idiots. So a yes vote, when this passed, a yes vote uh, for this initiative, one, required permits issued by local law enforcement to buy a firearm, any firearm. So you have to license yourself to be able to purchase a firearm. Require photo ID, fingerprints, safety training, criminal background check, and fee payment to apply for the permit so essentially you now need to go through the process of a concealed carry permit in in only some states so it hasn't been called yet what for the ballot initiative yes yeah it's 869,844 to 836,866 there's 86 really percent of the vote in okay and I don't know where. The question would be, where is the outstanding vote? But still, if it passes, it's absurd. The fact that that many people voted yeah. for it, it's, it's essentially, it's got to be like Portland versus the rest of the state. They did um, they did choose to remove slavery and involuntary servitude as punishment from their constitution. <laughs> well, that's good. 
less and less people know what the Constitution says or what its meaning is. Well, this is their state constitution. I know. So these are, but, yeah. but still, you would not give that up if you understood the Second Amendment. Well, also, this is actually where it is the role of the federal government to come in and say, you can't do that. Well, you know they're not going because to because Joe Biden— con- Yes, but that's what the Constitution says. Joe Biden is telling us that he's going to take assault— as what he calls assault weapons away. So, um, it, you know, it goes like with, I heard uh, Whoopi Goldberg on The View the other day saying how, yes, we have freedom of speech, but only good speech. <laughs> I mean, so we just, people just don't know anymore about about what the real principle of the Constitution is because that's, the whole point you have free speech is because yeah, if, it doesn't allow any agree, one other person to, to tell you what's proper speech and what's yeah. not. If every so single person agreed what's good and bad, you wouldn't need a First Amendment. Right. But we don't, obviously. So that's the problem with this idea. And it's the idea like, yes, um, we don't think anybody should just be able to purchase you know, a gun, get a gun, because some people use them bad. Yes, but... The bad people will get them anyways, and then the good people can't protect themselves. It's such well, this, a, a this is utopian. This is, but what I'm saying is, people. That's the way they think. They have this utopian idea that, yeah, you know, you know. Oh, this I is beyond that, though, because this creates this cre- <laughs> this creates a gun registry. So, um, how can people not see that this could be a tool used to confiscate guns? They're okay with confiscating of guns because they've been taught that all these mass shootings and and all these things that go on with this violence, it's they want they 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 think that this will allow them to go out and confiscate the guns so that those bad people don't have guns. No, they and think they that, can that confiscate. Happen, but they think they can confiscate they all the guns when in reality you can right. only and you can't you can only uh, get the guns that are registered. You can't. You'll never get all the guns when you can even. 3D print a gun. I so mean, that's something fun going on in Oregon right now. It, that's one of the most, that's one of the strictest gun law. It also, oh, the the one other thing it does is limit magazine capacity to 10 rounds, which uh, would make every gun I own illegal. California. Illegal was, in the state of Oregon. What was the, uh, what was the, who was it recently that said that you could, they only wanted eight, eight bullet rounds or something like that. I, was, I think it was Biden. I think that was Biden. Yeah. And so he, he said he like didn't understand that a, a round eight, and a bullet no, is the yeah. same Magazines. thing. It's just so he said it was said in eight bullet rounds. I think yeah. it was something like that. And yeah. it was like, look, it's not a merved it's not a merved projectile. It doesn't have eight different warheads on the missile that separate once you shoot it and go a round and a bullet's the same thing. There's only one of them, Joe. In fact, I thought to myself, it is possible that he is suggesting banning the one gun that he's always encouraged people to to, to get by a shotgun. That's the only gun. Yeah, that would be oh, the, that's, that's actually the, multiple the one gun that he's, you know, he's been like, buy a shotgun, fire two blasts. That's the one gun he suggested for people to ever buy. You don't need an assault rifle, just buy a shotgun. And now that statement could actually be taken as banning shotguns. So I like the the shotgun though. Is uh, do you remember? Did you see this the uh, convenience store robbery in Norco? Yeah, where Cassidy used to work. Yeah, the guy walks in with an AR, and the the owner 
old old guy owner pulls out a 12 gauge and shoots him and the guy's screaming he shot my arm off he shot my arm off so there's a shotgun for you that's That's just a skill set difference though that video is just a (laughs) that's a skill set difference because that other guy he was carrying a really nice gun yeah he was the criminal yeah criminal had a daniel defense man (laughs) those are yeah how do these criminals keep getting these things that the the shooter from texas he had a like a yeah, sixteen hundred, eighteen hundred dollar rifle, and so did that hood that walked into the convenience store. I would rather get shot with the A at the distance that those two people were apart. I'd rather get shot with a single round from the AR than the twelve gauge. Mm. Especially uh, if he's using depends double, on where if he's yeah. using double op buck. I'll take one round like through a fleshy part of my body as opposed to being hit with that twelve gauge from like eight ten feet apart. I agree. So um, I, I want to go back to kind of the very beginning because I I wondered about this in all of the lead up to the election. Everything was like Biden is destroying the country. Biden's economy. Biden is raising gas prices. Biden inflation. Biden and and uh, uh, the Ukraine war. Biden, everything Biden and and his cronies in his administration. All these little minions um, that we see on TV all the time. All of that stuff that everybody's so upset about, and even coronavirus, was not attached to, for the most part, to individual Congress people or governors. Some governors more, but not congressmen and senators and stuff. So I don't know. I, I just wondered about, did everybody see so much focus on Biden and his bureaucrats and didn't attribute it to all these Congress people that were being voted on. And Rush Limbaugh always used to say that everybody hates politicians except their own. Their own little local representative they like. All the rest of them they think are corrupt. Yeah, but almost Which all... Which is why oh, nobody had Biden come campaign for them. Almost all he midterms, only went to, though. Like, California. Almost and... all midterms have always been a repudiation of the president. So I I disagree with that. It's not well, my consistent. Point is, yeah, but they did everything. Results. People were doing everything they could to distance themselves from him. My point is is the media coverage even more than I've ever seen. It was Biden, 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 Biden. Just that's all that was ever talked about, and that's not normally normally the way it is. Even in um, midterm elections, you just talk about in general what's going on. Everything was attached to a specific person joe biden when you look at the only places that they actually had biden like campaign for any anyone were like Betterman. new york calif in california right and those places had these huge shifts to the right so like a seat in california it stayed blue california 37 but it shifted 48 points to the right or like, like another another one in california that sh- that flipped that shifted like 41 points and these are the places where Biden was campaigning for people. If you talk, like you said, Fetterman, if you look at Pennsylvania. Um, that they, seat was, a, it was all, it was like one by one point last day. It's all though, I mean, if you get rid of Philadelphia, it, everything, Pennsylvania completely changes. Pencil, yeah. Philadelphia determines what happens in that state. And they just elected like a governor who is going to, wants to put an end to fracking and, and all that kind of stuff. When this, when so many People in the state, you know, people are, gonna have to are involved in it, but not the yeah. people in Philadelphia. The people in Philadelphia don't care that their jobs are not in fracking and coal mining. Good. 
good if all the people that work in fracking leave in Pennsylvania is going to go blue anyway, then why not let it be deep blue and have less representatives? Well, I thought they I heard somebody say just, you know, give let's give Philadelphia to New Jersey. They're already a blue state. <laughs> That's and fine. they can just say cuz if they don't if they don't, eventually Pennsylvania is going to be gangs and Amish. Yeah, I mean, there's no comparison between Philadelphia and Pittsburgh on opposite ends of the state. There, there's no. But those races are so close that realistically, if you got rid of Pittsburgh, too, it would still do the same thing by a smaller margin. But it would still do the same thing. Those races in Pennsylvania are so close that I think you could get rid of Scranton and probably the it would go red on a state level. You also have to get better candidates. I mean, Oz was not the best candidate for that, for the Republicans. Okay, I thought Matt Walsh made a very good point on their live stream when, just food for thought, when he, you know, when everyone's like, how in the world could you vote for Fetterman when he's, and Walsh, or, no, it was, um, not him, the one I don't listen to. Knowles? Clavin? Yes, Michael Knowles. Michael Knowles said, oh my gosh, no, I love Clavin. I would, I love him. Okay, Michael Knowles said, if, if it were flipped if the roles were reversed i would probably vote for a republican that had had a stroke over a uh, someone who i viewed as a radical progressive even though we know oz is not like some radical conservative but no they would have actually gotten a, don't care. they would have gotten a, a, a moderate to left leaning republican yes. but they don't know that who, and if people go or people go in and see they're just going to go well this guy's crazy but at least he won't vote republican in yeah, I heard a doctor say, because uh, they had seen the report of the type of stroke, what had caused Fetterman's stroke, that he already had some had some heart problems, and I don't remember the specifics of it, but the stroke was caused from a blood clot coming from the heart to the brain. Anyways, th- this doctor said, when you see this type of you know stroke, what what's caused it, what's going on in the heart— this person, these people, they have a 60% chance of dying in the next six years. So John Fetterman has a 60% chance of dying while before he finishes his six-year Senate term. And they, so I thought that was interesting. I don't think that it's so much that I would rather vote for a stroke victim than vote <laughs> for someone of the opposing political view. The problem is that Fetterman... Vote. Okay, yes. If that were the choice, probably. No, honestly, I disagree. I would still vote. I I agree with Knowles. I would vote for the Republican that had a stroke. That's what, see? But what I'm, but what you needed to be, yes, Democrats were going to come vote for Fetterman and Republicans were probably going to come vote for Oz. The problem is that you could have taken advantage of the lack of enthusiasm for Fetterman by putting in a Republican candidate that people were actually yeah. enthusiastic about. Instead, you ended yeah. up with two unenthusiastic candidates, and it kind of yeah. evened itself out and went like it always did because they're on because same level of enthusiasm. So yeah, people are going to vote for the and stroke instead, victim. Instead, we run really good candidates in places where it's like even if you get the enthusiastic turnout, you're still not going to pull it off. Well. Like I heard somebody say, like um, Oz, when he he didn't run a really good campaign. It wasn't until very late on that he started, you know, doing a better campaign. And his and I heard people call some shows and say uh, that the big feeling was, at least in their area, the problem with Oz was he wasn't one of them. This thing that John Fetterman said early on and kept saying that he's you know from New Jersey, he's not from here. 
he's a carpetbagger, stuck because Oz didn't push back and say, you know, well, sorry, but that, you know, but I was out um, working hard, building a career, you know, doing heart transplants, helping people. So, yeah, I went a lot of different places and I've lived different places, but I love Pennsylvania and this is why it's important and special to me. He never did that. So he just took the label as being a carpetbagger. I'll say the so, best ad that I ever saw for Oz was uh, the best um, endorsement of Oz was what's Michael Moore talking about that time that he was walnuts. on the show in the green room. And w- the weird walnut thing aside, um, uh, Mike, uh, Michael Moore thought it was a negative for him to come out and say that uh, Dr. Oz told him in private, off camera, that he didn't think that universal health care was a bad idea. And the best thing that's ever happened for healthcare was capitalist free societies. And right then I was like, eh, maybe Oz isn't so bad. Michael Moore yeah. trying to absolutely Paint diss Oz was, yeah. Yeah, was, the, was probably the shining light for me for Oz when I finally thought, eh, I like that at least. On that I, topic of socialized medicine, and I, I don't recall the numbers off the top of my head. It was really large. But in, in uh, the UK right now, there are literally millions of people waiting that need surgical procedures and can't get them. Yeah, I heard that. That's, that's what you get. I mean, Bongino is always pointing out, and he's right. You only have two ways of dispensing um, resources. You either ration it or you price it. That's, that's, been that's exposed. it. There is that's... no other way. That's been exposed in Canada so many times, though, that at this point, pointing out that the UK is going through the same thing is not going to matter. That's been going on for decades in Canada now. People on wait lists, people dying on wait lists. It doesn't matter. Might as well not even point it out. So here's another one for the elections for you. Uh, Pennsylvania elected a dead man, and I'm not talking about John Fetterman. Okay. Yeah. I, Anthony I DeLuca. I think... I think Republicans are painting this a little bit unfairly because I have heard that there was a big Democrat push to still vote for the Democrat. So the Democrat Party got so the word out a, so they can have a special, special election because it's yeah. better than having the independent. Right. Um, I mean, it makes sense. So I think but it's that so funny. I, it is funny, but they're, they're speaking about it a little unfairly. It was strategy. Now, don't get me wrong. There's probably a lot of people that didn't know. Oh, yeah. There's probably a lot of people that didn't know. But the Democrat Party was still pushing that as a tactic. Vote for well, the Democrats so we get a special election. You heard that there's a, there were a lot of people that did not know that Fetterman was so bad off until Til he did he the did debate. That debate. Yeah. And the other well, thing I was— Well, I saw an, an ad. We saw a Fetterman ad in when I was—actually, during during a World Series game. And he was just standing and talking, and I just looked at Cole, and I was like, how long did it take them to edit this? That's what I thought about the whole uh, remake of the Mean Joe Green and the kid with the soda and all. Yeah, and it was yeah. a different one. That yeah. was before yeah. his Man, stroke. Oh, yeah, that's right. That Mean Joe oh, Green right. was from before his stroke. It's still that. not yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. It's still not that good. Was from when he was ru- that was when he was running for Senate the first time. Or was it, or was it this? That was not was, this time. He was lieutenant okay, well, governor. Okay, when I saw it was was it lieutenant not. governor race? No, he actually was running for senate a previous time. Oh, I didn't. Then know. he was, I think, and then was he, he was a, a lieutenant governor. Of course, he was. Oh, he wore a sweatshirt before. That was always his. How thing. long has he okay. had that goiter? A long time because he uses the hoodie to cover it. He's yeah. gonna wear a hoodie underneath his like yeah. blazer. <laughs> he'll wear a blazer and everything, and he'll even like they make yeah, like, like a, it looks like a nice with like the hood. He'll tie out, the drawstrings yeah. into a tie. Like a bolo tie. Yeah. Make it look like a bolo tie. But he's still going to wear the hoodie. I I actually heard since he won that election that somebody talked about him 
for a presidential candidate. I heard it too. Somebody on NBC, MSNBC, they were talking to Jen Psaki. Wait, ironically? No. No. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I guess it's for for the Democrat puppet uh, masters, it's perfect because once again, let's just get another yeah. person. I mean, who's worse off, Fetterman or, okay. or Biden? And Democrat puppet, really no, Democrat puppet masters need to stop going with the brain dead people and instead get the people that are very, very open or exposed to blackmail. Because those people can at least still talk in front of the camera. Is those that not people themselves, are though? a little bit better at lying. Yes, exactly. I don't think that this is by. The, the fact that these are their best options is crazy. Couldn't you just get, I mean. Even just someone with a little more Hillary charisma. Clinton is better than these people as far as candidates go. That's sadly maybe, accurate. Maybe her name is so tarnished at this point that that's the only reason that she could possibly be worse off is that Hillary Clinton is the punchline to a million different jokes. Hey, you know that uh, Wendy we- um, Whitney Webb? Yes. That Beck? I would love to see Joe Rogan interview her because he loves conspiracy stuff. Oh, yeah. His brain would explode. Yes. So it's not a I'm conspiracy. Gonna, no, I know. No, no it, is it is a conspiracy. A conspiracy. It's, not a, it's not a theory. Oh, right. Okay, not a theory. <laughs> yes. I want, it's real. I'm going yeah, to somehow try to send him a message and say, look, you got you to gotta look into this gal and interview her. I want. It would be like an eight-hour interview. By the way, okay, so there's a there was a... Glenn Beck Saturday episode where he interviewed a woman named Whitney Webb and it was super great reset It's and terrifying. I wish I could say that she was crazy, but I can't. Yeah. I, I text you guys. I said my, yeah, cogn- I my cognitive dissonance was knocking on the door so hard. I wanted to disconnect from it and say, nah, there's no way that's possible. But deep down inside, everything that she said, I've independently heard somewhere else. It's not something new it's just that when you look at the grand scheme you when you look at all of like it, it, it 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 all ties together with oh, the it whole confirms idea itself. of and i go to it with the whole worldview of brave new world live in the pod eat the bugs own nothing be happy and we are simply worker bees they satiate you on a daily the daily basis to just go through the motions produce for another day and that's all you are. That you are just literally just a cog. It all fits into that end goal. Even when I heard, um, okay, well, Joe Biden gave the student loan forgiveness by executive order. A judge has now said, uh, you can't do that. The Constitution doesn't allow it. He said it's it. like the biggest violation of the Constitution he's ever seen. Ever, yeah. <laughs> but, but in the meantime, there was. They were the students that were getting that were going to get this were being advised by these you know therapists that no you shouldn't use that all that money to pay off your debt you should you know use it to have 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 a nice vacation or have a nice meal you're better because if you if you use it to plan to the into the future you could get too frustrated and that's not good for your mental health it it and that ties into the same thing we only want you to just enjoy today. Enjoy today. Enjoy today. They're going to and they're going to spoon feed you and government program you and all this just to there's it's no real life. Just have your physical uh, desire satiated today and and they keep you again living in the pod, eating the bugs. The thing is, there's some element of truth in that 
depression is living in the past, typically. Anxiety is living in too much in the future, is when you're living in the future. And like living in the present is the only time that you can actually be. But that doesn't mean that you don't prepare and have and think about the future sometimes. As, as a mature individual, can yeah. I tell you that you reduce your anxiety in the future by taking care of those things that are hanging today. over your head today, such as paying yes. off your student debt. Yes. So it doesn't look. Have you heard the story that it may not be 100% confirmed that republicans are even going to take the house well i i know it's not confirmed um because a lot of those races still with a bunch of votes to count are in california like 12 of them yeah a bunch of them and and some of them i look they say they have 36 percent of the vote They're that's all hardly in is yeah. it because well i think the biggest reason is because um they're taking ballots postmarked back to election day so they're keeping the count go as long as possible because there is a potential for mail-in ballots still coming in with the postmarked election day, and they're they're supposed to count those. Yeah, I I find it odd when they they still have ballots coming in. I want to know the postmark on those ballots. And well, remember the thing that. two years ago we had there were post workers, postal workers changing the date, yeah. postmarking them back a day or two. Well. My old district's already called, and Young Kim won again and stayed Republican, The which is why that is the district that I lived in while I was there. <laughs> oh, or in Orange County? Yeah, yeah. It's not the only seat, though, in that part of Orange County. There's even yeah. parts of Orange County that aren't as, like, Santa Ana is, like, the L.A. of Orange County. I heard the um, a lot of um, school boards and superintendent races – um, went Republican, you know, they, um, so they did have great success in that. No shocker. Just like the rest of Nevada, I have struggled to find the results for <laughs> our more local elections. But what I would say about that is that, and they said, um, it was a, it was a left leaning news organization reporting this saying, unfortunately there was a red wave in the school boards and, you know, superintendents and all these people that were against CRT and, uh, gender rights and all this kind of stuff one big so that those are family issues those are things that deal with your personal family your kids within your home everywhere that they focus on those issues conservatives won they, they won and i made a point here that everything needs to be wrapped in, in packaged as a family issue like even we talk about it, the big one's been inflation, inflation, inflation. Yes, that's true. But don't discuss it purely as inflation. Discuss it as a family issue. Put it, Package it as the effect that it has on mom and dad and your kids. That is always a winner if you take something and package it apparent, you know, as a family issue. The other thing that bugged me was um, people said you know, they didn't know like, how bad Fetterman was. Until they saw the debate, seven hundred thousand early votes had already been cast before that debate ever took place, and I think he won by what did he win by like thirty thousand votes? So, how many Who? people, Fetterman? Oh yeah, seven hundred thousand votes were vote were cast before they ever debated, and his win was like by thirty. 
could you have flipped 30 of those, 35 of those, if they, if those 700,000 people had seen the debate? I, I don't know. I just, that, that, that kind of stuff has to change. Um, I also thought it was interesting when um, Matt Walsh and Joe Rogan were talking and Rogan asked him, like, does anybody ever want to have a public debate with you? To Matt Walsh and Matt Walsh said no nobody wants to debate me in public and you saw that this time in elections too no the 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 candidates didn't want to have debates some of them anybody that knows that they're on the losing side they don't want to debate my question is why why are we letting them get away with it and still going out and voting for them what what's changed about our country that would have been that would have been a death nail to you 20 years ago if you would not debate somebody um, and it was also crazy to hear the things that Katie Hobbs was saying to the media that she was giving interviews to, especially when she said that Carrie Lake doesn't want to answer the questions straight up that she's being asked. You're dodging every question and the debate. She hid in the bathroom of a restaurant. That's to get right. Away from reporters. And then they chased her, her, uh, campaign manager and he hid in the bathroom too. <laughs> yeah. To keep from answering questions. I mean, my question is not so much that I, I know why they I know why they don't want to debate. My my want to know is why do we why do people still go out and vote for them when they won't when they won't debate when they won't answer questions? How do you fix that? I'm trying to find what voting district Dearborn, Michigan is in. Does anybody know? No, no but you can look. They had some maps. Politico is pretty good with. I'm trying to being find able to it. Look at maps. Um. Yeah, but I don't know exactly where Dearborn is. Does it have the cities labeled on it? So, go to house. Yeah. Um, well, it has not Dearborn, but it's outside Lansing, right? I don't I don't think so. I think uh. it's closer to Detroit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's Detroit area. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So, it's probably the same seat. So, 13th or 12th dish, they're all blue, so. Well, I just wanted to know because of that big thing that happened in Dearborn with the school board. Uh, where the Christians where and Muslims were Christians and Muslims oh. like teamed up. We have to like, look at the local elections more than. Yeah. No, I wondered. I wondered what their house seat was going to do. But looking at the way that uh, Michigan went, Michigan is a nightmare now. Um, if I needed any more reason to dislike I Michigan, that, I mean, I think that it's Rashida Tlaib. Oh, here's gross. What, see, here's what I, I suggest. Here's what I suggest for Michigan. I suggest that. Um, Ohio State lose to Michigan and Jim Harbaugh for the next like four or five years consecutively. So, th- so that Jim Harbaugh can run for office. Yes. Yes. Ah. And he would win in a landslide. You're right. I'm okay. willing to do that. That is the only way I'm willing. Yeah, I would do that. And yeah. that hurts really bad. But Whitmer that, is terrible. That is and their, something. And their whole because Whitmer won again. Um. I heard that their attorney general is a militant lesbian who once said that there needed to be a drag queen in every school. That person is the new attorney general for the state of Michigan. And their secretary of state is a nightmare, I guess. Dana. I mean, Nessel. It's it's literally well, um, Ohio, Ohio State, Michigan. It really is red versus blue now. They're completely <laughs> well, blue and actually. we are completely red. <laughs> Scarlet. They took Go Blue to heart. They say it too many times that they finally just connected the dots and they yeah. all voted blue. 
Michelle I can confirm. I can confirm your statement about their attorney generals. Yeah. She said drag queens make everything better. <laughs> so speaking of drag queens, actually, Washoe County, this is for all of our Nevada listeners, Washoe County Library Board will be their next meeting on Wednesday, November 16th or 14th, whatever Wednesday is, at 4 p.m. at North Valley's Library. It's on the, the agenda to discuss drag queen story hour. If you care, um, go and make your voice heard um, because the just head to let of you the know, board you care. says they're the best thing ever. No, you care. I know. Yeah, you care. You I don't to. have kids, though, so people with kids need to go because your voice isn't going to matter more. I support drag queen. I think that when these cross-dressing freaks show up at the library, we drag them out. <laughs> and throw them in the dumpster. <laughs> so you 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 support dragging drag dragging queens. the queens? Yes. Dragging queens. <laughs> I vote hey, for dragging um, queens. Here's a. Does this count as a drag queen? Um, a transgender man, an obese man, won a. Um. Where did the story go? Dairy. It was like a, oh, it was right a, a, a Miss America. One Miss Miss Greater Dairy yeah. 2023 in New Hampshire. And it's one of the pageants that falls, that feeds into Miss America. Yeah. And the picture is so sad. I feel so bad for these little girls, these cute little girls next to him. And there's this giant man. They should, they should have refused to be in the picture. That's what all those swimmers did yes. when Leah Thomas those won. Those girls shouldn't have been. All the yeah. swimmers, the the women swimmers separated themselves, and you can see, uh, what's Leah Thomas's real name? Because I don't want to keep using the fake name. I don't do that. I use real names. It's Will remember. something, isn't it? Will Thomas. Yeah. It's The name is still Thomas. Yeah. So, Will something. So <laughs> Will Smith. Thomas. Yeah. Will Thomas is standing over all by himself, and then all the girls are standing off to the right side of the picture. Yeah. That's what they should have done. Look, you have to stand up and say, yes. no, I'm not doing this. People, everybody wants to go along to get along, but you, that's, they, they win. If you go, if you're the, the nice, and I don't mean be a jerk, but if you're the nice, you know, everybody wants to be a nice person and be liked and go, go along. To, but if you go along to get along and be that nice, kind, sensitive person that we've all been taught that we should be, they win. I, 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 I'm going to rant here for a moment. I went to Cleveland Clinic yesterday. It was super busy, um, like busier than I've ever seen it now that everybody's going to the doctor and hospitals now that, you know, they, they can again. And so this is a monstrous place. I literally was the only person at the Cleveland Clinic yesterday that I saw, and I spent about three and a half hours there, that I saw that was not wearing a mask. And... I had it offered to me several times, and I told them, no, thank you. And I, I read all their signage, including where you came in at the main entrance, and there was somebody handing out masks. None of them said that a mask was required. When I finally got to my third appointment, the lady checking me in told me I had to wear a mask. And I said, I've been here two and a half hours, and nobody has told me to put on a mask. She goes, well, when you go into your appointments, I said, I've already done EKG. I've already done ECHO. They did not ask me to put on a mask. I said, I, you know... She said, well, it's required. And she pointed to a sign and the sign did not say required to wear a mask. It said maintain six feet of separation. And I said, you have 25 people sitting here in your waiting area and they're all a foot apart. Go make them make you get them to be six feet apart and then we can talk. And I said, and I never put a mask on. And then I was told, well, when the doctor comes in to see you. The nurse said he's going to insist you wear a mask. I said, well, then maybe that I, I said, 
the appointment might be over at that point because I just I have to stand in a principle at this point. He came in. He never asked me. It never even came up. I sat there the whole time. So I was literally the only person I know of yesterday. But again, you, you have to do it. You have to say, no, we're not doing this or else it just goes on and on and on. I think elections proved that the people that really pushed back against COVID, the people that pushed back against, well, what did, what did DeSantis say? Florida is where woke goes to die. Yes. And they and the Republicans dominated. That's the kind of thing that we need to do. It, the culture war won. Well, that's why I said everything is a family issue. It needs to be wrapped in the package of family. Yes, but you can't get culture... but you can't get the overall GOP to do that. That's not they they they're going to go back to the same old same old. What? Cut and, taxes? Yeah. Um, well, I that's why you need thought, new GOP leadership then. I had the thought sure. after seeing the small, like localized, the localized red waves. I thought to myself um, that this like, I don't know why, but an archery analogy popped into my head. The Republican Party, they're busy deciding what kind of arrow is best the proper shooting technique, what kind of draw they should use if they're using the right bow or the right string. But the problem is that they're shooting at the wrong target. And you could get all those other things right and you could pick out all those different things. But, not, I mean, the, the best way to run, the best way to do this, focus group this saying or something like that. But at the end of the day, if you're shooting at the wrong target, none of that other stuff matters. And I don't think that we're focused in on the right, on the right goals. Yeah, I was thinking along the lines of like everybody wants to have like, well, Trump, the big Trump and was Trump endorsed this person, Trump endorsed that person. If I were were running for an office, I would kind of right up front want to say, you know what, if somebody wants to support me, uh, that's fine. Um, but I, I don't, I, I don't care who supports me and who doesn't. This is who I am. This is what I'm running on. You, I believe the voters. Um, think more than think like I do than don't. And therefore um, I, I stand a chance of getting elected, but I, I don't, I'm not running as, you know, Trump's endorsed candidate. I, yeah, I'm if me. I, well, I, I would nobody, even say I define me. Nobody else defines me. I'm me. And this is I would what say, I believe. If I win your vote, I'm not going to all of a sudden start to support my constituents. I'm not going to all of a sudden start to represent who they are. You're going to vote for me because I already represent, Right. who you are and I'm right. just gonna I'm not gonna more, shift when you vote for me you're gonna vote for me because I'm already that thing I believe more people agree with me than don't that's what I'm running on so um I heard Pat Gray they were saying it you know with this craziness that you can elect a John Fetterman and all these kind of things or even a Gretchen Whitmer Whitmer after she locked you down as hard as New York and California and all that say that until we become a righteous nation we're not going to be electing good people and i have to i have a little bit of an issue with that i mean hey i'm all for being a righteous nation but this is one of those where it isn't going to just happen this is where all of us who have been taught to be kind and thoughtful and sensitive and not hurt other people's feelings have to you have to be willing to stand up and say no we're not doing that this is what's good and proper and righteous or whatever if you don't speak out and and take the risk of being perceived as not being kind and sensitive and all that it isn't going to happen but even then 
uh, I don't think it's just about being a righteous nation, because if we were a righteous nation, Donald Trump would have never won the nomination for the Republican well, they, Party. Well, their point was that we weren't a righteous nation. I know. That, we are. Okay, right. but that's we've exactly never been, what I was going to say. But we've never been. Billy, if, if we were a righteous n- nation, Billy Graham would have been the president. That's what I wanted to move into next was the topic of the whole thing that's going on right now with Trump and DeSantis. I figured that this would be the last thing that we were going to talk about. Because I have to go make a casserole. Okay, well, I figured this was going to be the last thing that we talked about anyway. I listened to some of the Blazes... Um, election night coverage and all of them talking about and and one thing is that like I see some of these people that are like Jason Whitlock is so pro Trump but at the same time every single one of his arguments is is spiritual. spiritualized all of it uh, and and I think to myself oh we're nothing's gonna matter till we're a godly nation and oh the the you know the um the satanic whatever on the other side and I think to myself. I don't want to hear any more arguments about becoming a righteous nation overall and also the support of Donald Trump anymore. Or I will immediately tune you tune you out because you just comprom- you just con- uh, contradicted yourself. Um, Trump served a purpose. He did what he was meant to do. He exposed a ton of corruption. He made pretty good policies in the meantime and now he's imploding. Yeah, I get yeah. I get news for you. God used ungodly people in the Bible. Yeah. Well, every, like almost every single one of them. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and you're right. Here's the thing. Even though Trump has not announced, when he made the statement, hey, now that the election's over, can we just admit that I got more votes in Florida than DeSantis did? That, that was so stupid. That sta- okay, but that statement was, I'm running. That was a declarative of, of I'm running. You don't course, make that oh, yeah, statement if you're not running. But his letter yesterday was crazy. And we're recording on Friday. So this is Thursday. Um, yeah, he, he's he's absolutely imploding. Next week, we'll probably be talking about this a little bit more because next week is when he's finally, I, I understand, as I understand, early next week is when he's going to announce. So, um, well, you know, this can this right. is certainly going to be a leading and topic next time. Man, he's such a narcissist. He cannot just admit defeat and yeah. go home. I'm the reason and why Facebook is failing. Him. I'm the reason why Fox and Twitter survived. Me, I am everything. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. When he and then he's, he was getting mad at everyone else when his candidates didn't do well. When he made that statement about getting more votes in Florida for the presidential than DeSantis did, to me that was a. I'm declaring that I'm running, and I see DeSantis as an opponent. At that moment, the thing that came into my head was, okay, I choose DeSantis. Oh yeah, since, and I hope since you have declared. But... And you're running I'm, against him. You've just made it really easy. I choose to say. But man, he still has some diehard supporters. Well, yeah, does, and they were calling but, in to Megyn Kelly the other there's day. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of people that like both of I them, know. and they think that they like them for the same reasons. Only DeSantis is better at it. The people that I've always told you about, the people that I that I've told, I said before, I can't stand some diehard liberal that only believes the way they believe. They couldn't tell you why they believe what you believe, but. I always have felt the same way about Republicans. Yeah. There are so many of those people that absolutely love Trump. They will never leave yeah. Trump. They would actually be okay with that whole thing about everyone was worried that Obama was going to try to serve a third term. There's a lot of Republican people that call themselves Republicans, uh, MAGA, wearing hats, Trump loving no matter what. They're 
it is a cult. It's a brainwashed cult. I heard Dave uh, or Dennis Prager say, um, for the first time ever, I think that Trump derangement syndrome is is definitely a real thing. But so is Trump preoccupation syndrome. Yeah. And I'm afraid of Trump going head to head with DeSantis and Trump being able to just drag Republic Republican supporters with him I, i'm i'm concerned about trump's what trump's actions are going to do to and then running it the, when he yeah, doesn't get it running, as, running an independent as an independent or something. Independent. okay can we end this conversation with uh the babylon b <laughs> made a headline i think I know yesterday that said trump bid actually this was today trump bid to be desantis's vp pick off to a rocky start <laughs> <laughs> oh, i'm sure we love that <laughs> I hate the Babylon Bee is garbage. The Babylon <laughs> yeah. Bee, <laughs> the Babylon Bee has had you. some stellar headlines since the election. I've never liked the Babylon Bee. I'm the only That's reason what... that the Babylon Bee even still exists. <laughs> I wish you could do a, vo- a good voice because that would be so good. <laughs> okay, one totally different one story that's totally different for the ending here. TSA found a gun hidden inside of a raw chicken. Chicken. I saw the picture. In the Fort Lauderdale airport. <laughs> yes. I'll link the story and it's hilarious. It's like the chicken is stuffed with like a bag that has the gun in it. No, it's like and it's like wrapped post- in wax paper, it looks yeah. like on the picture. Yeah. Their post is so and you could see right through in the x-ray machine. X-rays go through a chicken skin, people. Yeah, but but it's a why? lead-lined chicken. <laughs> But w- and the the post they they made the most it's the punny there's so many pun chicken puns it's awful yeah the Instagram post that TSA made uh, but well I want even if you if the gun wasn't discovered wouldn't you ask why do you have a dead chicken yes. that's I was also thinking that why are you bringing a raw chicken yeah we had we had a conversation the other night that about how. Uh, is it possible that God has like, we have the solar system here and he's working his way out. We're the earth now is like the third time this has happened. And when we screw the world, the earth up so bad, he'll move on to Mars. I'm like, I gotta be around. I want God bring me back. I want it. When we, when you get to Uranus, I want to be on, I want to be. Well, they will have totally different language and everything. (laughs) It won't be Uranus. Why did the chicken board the airplane? <laughs> to get the gun on board. To get to to get to the other side of the country. <laughs> to flee Oregon. I thought it was in Florida. Yeah. Well, Maybe it was yeah, going it was, to Oregon. But... Smuggling it oh, in. Oh, because you get the yeah. Or Canada. Because you, you can't have a yeah. handgun in yeah, Canada. Yeah, you can't get the winner. <laughs>